Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Hello, guys. <laughs> if you knew what just happened, we did it again. Yeah. We bloody did it again. We recorded this epic intro, like really in flow, telling us all about our morning. Next minute, weren't bloody recording. Ugh, rookies. Such rookies. Okay, we'll tell you again. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll recap it. We recap don't know it. if it's going to be as good, but we'll give you the D-low. Well, basically, we were just saying that we're recording this episode at my new place in Briz this week. You're and in the burbs now. I'm in the burbs. Amelia like, was due to arrive at my house at about 8.30ish and I'd forgotten. I thought it was 10. So I'm just on my morning walk grabbing a coffee and, um, and I'd actually stopped to post a rant about tradies catcalling because I'd just experienced it. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought we'd move past this in 2022. Anyway, Amelia's trying to call me. I'm like, not right now, Amelia. (laughs) I'm in the middle of a very important post, forgetting that she's at my house being like, how do I get in? Like, where are you? Number one, two, how do I enter? So I was like getting catcalled by tradies this morning. I cannot believe that. that. Yeah. Honestly. I know. It made me so uncomfortable. There was eight of them. And I reckon three of them were actually saying stuff like, hey, darling. Really? How you going, love? <gasps> like, stop. But like, how do they think that's okay? They probably think it's innocent because like you're technically just saying hello, but it's all oh. in the delivery. It's all in the delivery. No, and that is not just no. saying hello. No, it's like, not. You know when someone, when you've got a boyfriend and someone starts to obviously flirt with you and you have to be the awkward person to be like, oh, I'm actually like... Yeah. You know, you need to like tell them because otherwise it just is like goes too far. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, I wasn't flirting with you. And it's like, you obviously were. Yeah. Like that's And then them. they make you look crazy like, oh, we can't just talk to you without Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. It's- and that's them being like, oh, I was just saying hello. And it's like, no, you fucking weren't. Yeah. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was me this morning. I fully had to go back at them. I, I thought about it. I was like, I can't ignore this and be the bigger person. I'm like, no, you know what? <laughs> to be the bigger person, I'm <laughs> going to turn around something. and acknowledge this. And I totally. looked right in the faces and I was like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm right here. Hello, like, that's so uncomfortable. Like, are you, do you actually think this is okay right now? And they all kind of just were like, ooh, and like looked around and like, went back to their lives. Um, I love calling calling creepy men out on this shit. Like, totally. I did it once in Coolangatta. I was walking down the street. And there was like the coolie pub. And there was a couple of guys sitting there having a beer, and you're basically on display, just like on the catwalk oh, of the footpath. Yes. You know, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. looks at you. And I just was like, I just kept double taking and like looking at them, going, "Have they stopped looking yet?" Um, and then I like turned around, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, hello." And I was like, "Stop staring at me." And they were like, Ugh. I like just didn't know what to say. I'm like, oh god! Do they think we're gonna go and like have sex with them if yeah. they look at us? Like, yeah, no. it's we're, we're not. So bizarre. Like, it is so bizarre, and it's just yeah, not okay. Like, were these older guys? Do you reckon they would have had like kids? Oh yeah, like they were. I reckon That's they were just... all between like twenty eight and forty five. Oh, I don't know. just. 
horrible. That just makes me feel even worse. <laughs> but what do they think? Like, oh, this is mum, this is Greg. How did you meet Greg? Well, he was like staring at me from a job site and then whistled and called me names. Yeah. Like that was a, the really romantic way that we met. Like what do they expect yeah. is going to happen? Yeah, it's so bizarre. Anyway. Anyway. Rant over. Rant over. Let's get straight into our go on then. I feel like that was already my, my challenge for the week. <laughs> Time stand, but that's okay. If you're not familiar, our go on then is a little summary of our week so far where we say something we've been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. This week I've been listening to... Uh, one of my favourite albums, uh, but on vinyl. So my new Ooh. roommate, Ali. I know. <laughs> I wish I could claim it as my Hashtag own. Hashtag on vinyl. Yeah, it was on a, it was on a record. So now um, my new roommate, Ali, uh, she is very into her vinyl collection and we kind of bonded over the fact we both love Jordan Rakai, who is – it was originally Brisbane-based, actually, but moved to the UK for um, his successful music. Anyway, oh, my God. It was so nice. Like, I was unpacking the boxes that I was moving in with and we had Jordan Rakai's record, um, Origin, playing in the background. And it's just such a good album. If you haven't checked it out, it's um, it's kind of like soulful, um, yeah, I don't know, soulful jazz-inspired pop music i guess but Ooh, that sounds cool it's hard to explain it's hard to call it pop because it's so much more than that but anyway he's it's funny because i do hear it playing around but it's always the weird songs on the album that i'd probably never choose to listen to myself and it's always in david jones or like my or something <laughs> random i'm like why did you choose that song like there are so many other good songs but they always choose like the elevator music type type to have. yeah 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 anyway love that album there been listening go. to that what have you been listening to I have been listening to a song that I found on Discover Weekly a couple of weeks ago, but it's still up there in my liked songs. I don't know if you ever do this, but instead of creating new playlists, I always just like the song Mm. so I know like I can come back to it. You know what I mean? I actually do exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, Anyways, the song is called Must Be Love by Electric Fields and Tezba. And it's kind of similar to like Penal and Flight Facilities. If you search the song and then go to radio, it's got like the best radio. It's kind of like Ooh, I'm gonna do just it right like now. groovy, like happy songs. What was, this, what was it called again? It's called Must Be Love, Electric Fields. It's really good. How good's Penal vibes? Yeah. Yeah. Just like a really like upbeat song that's like, bit groovy like not much words but it's still just you know good good vibe i always think of it as like daytime disco yes it's like pool party yeah exactly mood is right that's that's exactly what it is so good i have a playlist called daytime disco if anyone's interested (laughs) lara wilkinson on spotify but that exact vibe love that yeah same something that challenged me (laughs) well you're actually involved in this um i had the second vaccine last week and I was experiencing some chest pain and I didn't think much of it. I I was like, well, it's actually not that bad. Like, should I ignore it? But then I put something up on my Instagram story and some people responded like, yes, any chest pain at all, go to emergency, like go get that sorted out. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't want to go like use up precious resources when there's people in more trouble than me. But I'm like, I don't, I also like don't want to blow it off. Yeah, like if if it is anything bad, like I know if it goes untreated, all that pericardi- 
pericarditis, whatever the hell it's called, can be really bad. So anyway, we're at Amelia's. We just finished recording a podcast last week. And then, um, yeah, I was like, oh, this is getting pretty bad. So Amelia, bless her cotton socks, drove me to emergency and waited for like four fucking hours, I swear, <laughs> um, in the car for me. Aww. And so I could get an ECG echocardiogram on my heart and – um, I've actually got a video blogs. which is like, you know, don't want to make light of the situation because it is like can be a very like serious situation. Mm. But when Lyra came out, she had all these like ECG things stuck to her and I've got a video of her like trying to take them off her. Oh. They're like the world's stickiest fucking things. Like It's like the most painful <laughs> Band-Aid you've ever taken off. Like picture the worst Band-Aid ever on like a piece of hair or something and then divide, <laughs> times that by 20. It was the worst. Oh, God, it was it was funny at the time because everything was fine. You kind of came out and you were like, no, nah, everything looks fine. Just yeah. have to wait for my blood results. Yeah, you don't want to mess around with your heart. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That was, a, that was yeah, that was a challenge. That's for sure. That but I'm glad challenge. we went because yeah. otherwise you probably would have been stewing on it yeah. all weekend or something. You know what it was – so on that note though, being in a hospital – and I don't want this to take away. Like I'm so grateful for the healthcare system but – they got, They went and got me a sandwich while I was waiting for my blood test results. And can we all just acknowledge how shit hospital food is? <laughs> like there yeah, are people, if you're sick, you should not be eating white bread, super processed ham and, and fake cheese, margarine and like plastic cheese. That's not how you get better. Yeah. Like I know that it's probably expensive. I mean, is it though? Like, is it expensive to go and get a tray of bananas and like give that out? But mm. I think what you were saying is it goes bad and they have to yeah. have like, yeah. It's the like, re, had they having to like recycle, re, this is how I think of it. They would have to recycle resources way too quick. Yeah. And then fresh, heaps of fresh produce would bring in like yeah. disease yeah, true. to the hospital. So. That makes sense. I mean, it's such a first world problem. Like I can't believe like I was eating a sandwich like <laughs> on white bread while I was waiting for my blood test results. And like, I was like, can I just have a snack? Cause they asked her to take Panadol. And so, yeah, they came out with that. And you were like, oh, do you have anything else? <laughs> we, were, we were laughing. We were like, do you have any like organic, like <laughs> felt sourdough? Do you have any activated almonds? <laughs> do you have any like chia seeds or like anything like that? <laughs> oh, we're annoying. So funny. What challenge do you, Mills? Um, My challenge this week was just kind of teething problems in Bright Futures, which is the company that me and my partner have started and recently launched. Um, it's kind of boring stuff, but I feel like it's nice to hear that companies do go through those teething phases and that everyone kind of has challenges that they have to overcome in business. Mm. And at the time, those challenges can feel like this is the end of our business. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? But then when you work through them, a lot of the time the customer's like well-received, like well-receptive to you trying to help them and it feels like it can be the be all and end all when really it's not like, Mm. I don't know. I think it was just a nice reminder to me that like I can do things that are outside of my scope and like figure them out. You know what I mean? You know, when something feels overwhelming because it's like so fresh to you, Mm. but then you figure it out and you're like, Oh, I can actually do this. Like, so true. But it's also funny how like, we know that challenges are a part of life, but it's almost like every time we come across one, we forget it. We forget mm. that that's like 
a normal part of life and, and instead we just freak out and go, I'll never get over this. This is the worst thing ever. And exactly. it's like, oh, no, like <laughs> this is part of what we do. We, you can't get to step four without when we were at step two, you know, you've just got to go through the motions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that was, that was a challenge for me. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was kind of like a nice challenge in a way too when I overcame them. Mm. It was just like a nice little refresher of like, oh, I can do hard things. Like, it's fine. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Something that made me feel good. Um, I've been reading this week um, Emily Radikowski. How do you say it? Radiskowski? I don't know. Radikowski. Oh, it starts with an R. <laughs> it's long. <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> that famous model, Emily Radiskowski something she put out a um she put out a book not too long ago um called my body and it kind of I mean I'm about a quarter of the way through it but it's kind of touching on uh her experience of the modeling industry and being objectified her whole life and what how that's kind of felt for her growing into a woman and Mm. looking back and reflecting on being paid for her body essentially yeah and whether and how damaging that has kind of been for her and it's so interesting because like the rest of us are like oh like looking at her instagram going oh her life's so amazing Mm. as we do for so many people but often as we continue to find out um they struggle like they struggle the most yeah and like even her own body issues like she'll talk about that i'm like wow like when doesn't matter how good you look supposedly like Mm. you still struggle so that's been really interesting and hearing about her like experience of sexual abuse like in her teen years and how that led her to have an an unhealthy view again of um sexuality so yeah it's just like real but like it's not depressing like the way she writes it's it's really refreshing and i think it's a really really good read so definitely check it out if you haven't already yeah my body by emily rather <laughs> something we'll leave it down below yeah <laughs> um oh, i'll have to read that that yep. sounds really good yeah it's really good um something that made me feel good was if you listen to episodes a couple of weeks ago i was talking about that i'm doing a new product for the happy employee Mm. and I received my first draft this week which I'm still yet to show Lara Um, but that was really exciting I just love like the creative process and it's like before you launch so you don't have any expectations and it's just like exciting you know you don't have you can't tell us what it is yet can you it's a Um, surprise I don't know I'm unsure because I want to get people's perspectives and with my last like with the flip book I did keep it under wraps until I was actually like about to launch. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of like the idea of telling people now and showing them the process. All the process. Yeah. Actually, yeah, maybe because you've already done it one way. Maybe you can do it the other way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> well, the product is going to be called Big Plans and it is a daily to-do list essentially. Um, but it has a lot of different like elements to it. It's not just a list like where you write things and you tick it off. There's like other elements to the product. Is it like like a narrow, like horizontal type thing? It's going to be an A5 and it's there's going to be like 50 sheets and it's just all about creating that like ritual for you to be able to set your mind to something and know that – you know, your big plans, you can achieve them. That's how I want the product to 
kind of come across. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What I, lo- I love – the thing I love about your products is like – I actually want to gift them on to people I know and it's not just because you're my friend. Like, That's it's nice. Like, this is so cool. I think I, I bought one for my sister, have Happy Days Flipbook for her yeah. birthday. But now I'm like, oh, more things that like I can gift people that like are unique because how shit is buying people not unique gifts? Yes. Yeah. So that's exciting for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was really cool. So stay tuned, guys. Who knows? You might get a few more sneak peeks on this page. But if not, come and follow on my um like Instagram too, and you'll probably see more sneak peeks now that I've already shared this. <laughs> oh, amazing. Secrets out. Well, moving on to today's topic. I'm excited. We haven't done a dating a dating episode in a while, and it was one of our best performers, if you want to go into like stats. Everyone yeah. loved it, and everyone thought it was like entertaining, but also like comforting to hear that other people had gone through similar things, yeah, et cetera. definitely. So today's dating episode is a little bit different and it's going to be more like advice. So we've got a few questions. It's all about either like boyfriend issues, marriage issues, or just like anything to do with dating. Like we haven't discussed what we're going to say about these. We're no. just going to kind of have an open dis- open chat about what we think. Yep. And how we <laughs> would approach the situation in our absolutely unprofessional <laughs> way. Unsolicited <laughs> Yeah, and look, we're not experts by any means, but like, I think it can be really... Um, it's nice to hear what other people think, you know? So we're going to read out the question and then we'll get into what we think. And yeah, let's do this. Question number one. And these are all anonymous, by the way. Yeah. Losing my boyfriend is my top fear. We've been together a year and he's so wonderful, always making me laugh and feel valued. But I'm turning into the kind of girlfriend I absolutely despise. I'm jealous of the other people in his life and he has a lot of friends, all of whom he's very close to. He's naturally charming and has a flirty personality. It can really catch me off guard and I think he's starting to resent my comments about his interactions with others. He says it's like I don't trust him. How do I kill the green-eyed monster who's slowly strangling my relationship with him? Oh... This is a really good question and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this in some capacity. And my first thing when I saw this question was, I don't think if your partner's not doing anything wrong necessarily for you to have this jealous vibe or insecurity. Yeah. Then I unfortunately think it's more to do with yourself mm. and your own self-confidence and your own self-esteem because you're coming from a place of like lack where you feel <laughs> inferior to these other people that he might be like interacting with. It's kind of like there's two sort of things. I think it needs to be a discussion that you have with your partner that you feel like this, but then I also think you need to take steps to work on your own self-esteem and why you feel jealous yeah if that makes sense yeah totally and and I think some people do just have naturally flirtatious personalities and it's not always them trying to get in the pants of someone else yes you know like yeah people are just charming or it's they're being overly nice they don't even realize they're doing it and like I think it's still good to acknowledge that if, if your partner's like a, quite a flirty person like it's not you can't not have a conversation about that and go, sometimes it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable yeah, if, you're, totally. if you're being like really flirtatious with other women or men or whatever. 
yeah, I think you have to consider people's natural responses to conversations. Yeah, and natural like flair, I guess. Like that's mm. probably something that really attracted you to him, that flirty sort of um, personality. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, this is a really hard one. I think like the best thing to do, like Lara said, you do need to have that conversation. If there were instances where you did feel like it was kind of crossing the line a little bit, but ways to work on your self-esteem I feel like there's a lot of like internal reflection that might need to happen and we talk about it all the time but like journaling can really help that and also seeing a psychologist Mm. and helping them build up that self-confidence and have tools to be able to assist you in doing that yeah 100 percent Sometimes you'll date someone and you may feel super insecure in one one relationship and super secure in another and honestly can come down to just the energy the energy well the energy and yeah like if that's if that person like flirts with other people all the time of course you're going to be insecure but like you're also pushing them away it's funny how she said losing my boyfriend is my top fear it's like well you giving off that energy of fear is actually pushing him more away than you investing in yourself figuring out why you might feel that way and watch him come back to you when you glow from with your security and you're within, within, yeah. Yeah, so true. So true. Okay, the next question. I had a brief affair with a musician this year and fell so deeply in love, I now have a huge problem. Uh-oh. I work as a journalist and I know I have no future with him and that I must stop. Yet I keep texting him to come over. <laughs> well, you up. <laughs> <laughs> He told me that all the women he's ever been with have complained about his bad habit of smoking weed every evening and mornings too, I think. I believed he meant that they left him because, as I've read, most marijuana users live alone and are isolated. So I didn't want to give up on him. I wanted to show I cared. I started dropping by for surprise visit for surprise visits. One night... There he was with all his weed friends, clearly annoyed that I came, but I spent the night with him. Another time I surprised him on a Monday morning. He opened the door, said he was sleeping. Sorry, his weed friends, that's so funny. <laughs> um, he opened the door, said he was sleeping and turned his back on me. Oh, I left him alone for about a month and then I went to see if he was okay. I just want to break his routine, his destructive way of life. Lately, all I do is phone him and text him, hi, sweetie, etc., and drop off books. He lives near my grandmother, so I look up at his window to see if his blinds are shot. shut. They always are. I imagine him just sitting there smoking. I want to burst in, force myself on him, hit him, and <laughs> scream at him to stop. Okay. You cannot fix someone. No. As mu- I don't know what you're trying to prove to yourself or to him that you need to be his knight in shining armour. If he doesn't want to help himself, then you can't fix him and you shouldn't have to be that person to fix him. I'm all for putting in effort, but there's been like two scenarios where one, you came around and he was annoyed at you for coming around. Like, what the fuck? No, fuck you. (laughs) And number two, he closed the door on you because he said he was sleeping. Why can't he invite you in? this person? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, they're all signs of antisocial behaviour. And like, I've been around a few people who smoke weed. Yeah. And 
it's really consumed their life and they change. Like they are different people because of it. For sure. And there's a difference between like a really good close friend or family member who's like going down the wrong path for a while, getting a little too invested in like their daily hits and then Mm. like you trying to like have an intervention. Like there's that and then there's like trying to fix a guy you're dating. What is it with musicians and smoking weed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What is that? I don't know. Like I, there's a reason I don't date musicians. <laughs> I did it once and I, I never did it again. You know why? There's, there's not enough emotional room for the both of us. And I swear like True. musicians are really emotional. And maybe that's smoking marijuana gets them in that kind of like dreamy out of a headspace to Mellow write music state. and gets their emotions flowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, leave, leave I don't him. Know. Leave it, him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think advice. like – it doesn't sound good. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> look at yourself and look like, is this really someone that I want to spend my time with? Is this really how I want to be spending my time? And who's to say they might – if you like – are like, no, fuck this, I need to move on. And you move on for a couple of years and they like reappear in your life and they seem to have figured themselves out, Mm. then that's fine. Like you can revisit the situation later, but I really don't think you should be the person to fix them in quotation marks. And he clearly doesn't value you trying to put in the effort to be there for him. If he's like shutting the door on you, getting angry when you show up. Yeah, I feel like his little cry victim moment was actually not that great. <laughs> yeah. And it's just made you feel worse. Catch it never. Yeah. It's Goodbye. My to that. Goodbye. 420 Blaze. Yeah. 420. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, those 420 like boys, those never. Bo- boys in high school who'd have 420 in their Hotmail, like, oh, name. Like, grim. cannot. <laughs> so funny. Like, Blakesy underscore... <laughs> 420, 420 underscore blazed. <laughs> Can you tell we're from the Northern Rivers? Yeah. Yeah, literally back in high school, that was the biggest deal. It's funny how far we've come now. We're like looking at it as a potential medicinal. Mm. Um, America's like legalized it in some states. Yeah. Bring it on, I say. Australia is always late to the party. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Australia. Just had my first real true heartbreak and I don't know where to go from here. Everything was lovely and beautiful and I was the happiest I've ever been until one day a girl from his past returned. I trusted him. I shouldn't have. End of story. Even as we broke up, he said it wasn't about her, but a few, classic. But a few days after we ended it, I found out he had in fact cheated on me with her. What a dog. I'd always planned on staying in this town for him, but now I don't know what's keeping me here. Nothing, babe. Where do I go next? I feel like I'm caught in some sort of weird limbo. I'm just floating in a void right now. Jesus. A girl from his past. Oh, I hate that. I hate the thought of that. There's something about an ex that just makes my blood boil. (laughs) I get really funny about it. I know, yeah. Even like... Even where I just moved, like Will and I went and got a coffee the other day and he's like, oh, blast from the past. And I was like, oh, true. Like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, you know, in another life I came here all the time. And he never taught, he never brings up like exes or anything, which is I kind of really like about him. But I was like, do you mean by in another life, does that mean like another girl? And he's like, oh, yeah, six years ago. And I was just like, 
true well should we go somewhere else because <laughs> like, i don't really want to you know we don't i was like is it triggering for you and then i just kind of started making jokes like oh well you know i, I really don't want it to bring up anything so like shall we go somewhere else like, let's make new memories <laughs> uh, but ugh. yeah There's, it's not a nice feeling that's for sure do you really want to be with someone who would just like flick you off like that lie to you fucking cheat on you and then like you know you're left feeling like this I get that there's so many emotions involved and sometimes you can't help but feel like you still love one someone even when they are so horrible to you yeah but I think like looking at the situation as a whole he's done you a solid (laughs) like he's like kind (laughs) of like given you a fresh chance to go and figure out and do whatever you want and not be in a town for him yeah I was about to say she's kind of answered the question for herself like I'd always plan on staying in this town for him, but now I don't know what's keeping me here. It's like, well, there's your answer. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's Where, keeping you here. Totally. Where have you always wanted to go? Like, I don't know. Does your best friend live in somewhere else? Why don't you go and live in the town with her? Like, or like just go and start fresh somewhere new. The thing that makes me feel better, if I've ever been broken up with, I don't know if I've ever been cheated on. Knock wood. I actually don't know about that. But if I've ever been broken up with and I'm finding it really hard to accept that fact, I always find comfort in knowing why would I want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me? Yeah. Honestly. like, And then I instantly feel better because it's like, oh, like what a depressing existence loving totally. someone who doesn't love you back. Totally. Fuck that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, there's your answer. Now I feel better. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like easier said than done, but yeah. Yeah, reframing that in your mind can like often give you like a spurt of motivation to be like, oh yeah, like so true. Yeah, what an exhausting way to live your life is like trying to convince someone else that you're a legend. Yeah, so (laughs) true, yeah. Surround yourself with people that make you feel really good. Start new things, have a change. Like maybe you want to cut your hair or dye your hair. Like do something that makes you feel really good maybe going to like a spa or getting your nails done, Mm -hmm. lifts your mood, move on. Like that is my best advice. Move the fuck on because he, he's not worth it. Like that, that's not how you treat people. And a saying that really suits this one is that I, I wrote down once and I think of it all the time is rejection is just redirection. Mm, I I love love that. I love that saying. Is that in happy days actually? No, but it needs to be. be. yeah, 101 pages. Yeah. <laughs> um, rejection is just redirection. So don't see it as like, this is the end. This is the end. It's like a new door. Exactly. To lead you on to like a love that is just going to be unwavering. Yeah. And not be filled with like toxic Doubt. vibes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Next one. I don't want my guy seeing, admiring, or being turned on by other naked women. Do I have to accept that my fiance will attend a Bucks party? <laughs> Look, no one likes to be that person. <laughs> Just gonna put that out Even there. Starting with help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's face harsh reality truth right here. Like your partner is going to be attracted to other people in this yeah. life. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah. Like come to like I think it's been not accepted for a long time in this monogamous world and I think I love monogamy I I I like the thought of being with the one person and nurturing that relationship but 
I still check other people out and mm. I know that Will does too. And like, so what, like what am I, I'm not going to like get inside his head and be like, you must not stare exactly. at anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no. just not realistic. I actually listened to a podcast. Who was it? I think it was Life, the Life Uncut Girls. And it was exactly about this. And they were just kind of like normalising. I actually think it was a similar question to this. And they were normalising that people have those feelings like or have those thoughts about other people. Mm. But it's the action that is like the the problem here. The problem, mm. yeah. And like whether or not they would take action on that and like make it a problem. Mm. And I don't know, I feel like there's there's a difference between a thought and like a fleeting like idea or like a fleeting thought. Mm. It's like if you're constantly thinking about being with other people, that's like not okay. No. But if there's like a fleeting like, oh, that person's hot, like that's yeah. a bit different. That's you know totally. what I mean? 100%. What I haven't acknowledged is that really the second half of this question is the Bucks party part, which I think, uh, like, it's it's hard to say. I I think it's pretty pretty outdated the thought of having naked women the night before your marriage yeah. dance around a room for you or or even serve you drinks like topless. I think that is kind of disgusting to be honest and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and like when I speak to Mitch about it, he's like no one really even cares about the girl. Like they're just there with their mates. Like it's so fucked. Most of them will be married or with partners and they're all there sitting like watching this girl serve them. But but the thing is that's not the main reason they're enjoying their night. No. You know what I mean? It's like they're there having fun with their friends. Like they really don't care. It's more of a laugh, which it's a novelty. is degrading in itself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a double – it's a novelty because, you know, like female sexuality should be embraced and, and celebrated mm. and nudity shouldn't be, ooh, like boobs, you mm. know, like. But on the other hand, flaunting it in that like environment in a real kind of lusty mm. way can't be healthy going forward. I don't think you have to accept it. I don't think that has to be something that you have to do if you really feel deeply upset about the situation. I, I remember when I was like, I think it was 21, an ex of mine had like a gentleman's day. It wasn't even a Bucks party. They were just, he had a lot of mates and it was like a gentleman's day. Um, and they, they were like, they'd hired topless waitresses to just be there while they played cards and random games. I, I remember that event coming up I knew what was happening at it and I spent that whole month in the lead up feeling like sick to my stomach because I was like oh just like picturing the thought of that and like no girlfriends were allowed and yeah I remember sus vibes, me and it? two of the other girlfriends ended up like turning up there at 9 p.m like storming in in an Uber we'd had enough wines together that we'd like <laughs> banded as like a group and gone right we're going like by then the girls had left like ages ago they were only hired for like an hour or something back at like 2 p.m but we're there at 9 p.m like drunk like all right let's go find them let's go fuck this up anyway <laughs> turns up there's like three of them left like having beers chatting like hey what are you doing here like <laughs> we just kind of look ridiculous but um yeah it's i don't know i yeah i don't think you should 
have to put up with that in 2022. But also if your boyfriend is being invited to a Bucks and he's not, it's like the other guy that's kind of organised and he's mm. just going along. You and can't it's like really his best blame. mate. You can't, yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't really put that on him. I think yeah. it's the action that he takes based on that. Exactly. Is, yeah. Yeah. And I think like maybe something to make yourself feel a bit better. Maybe you have like a girl's night. Have a girl's night, plan it in advance. And yep. also maybe have some boundaries. Like like I think it's important to have that discussion. Like, are you going to get a lap dance? Yeah, yeah, like, totally. And then answer honestly because like that's, in my opinion, would not be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's another one. What would you say if I told you that the man I love is bankrupt? What if I told you that his bankruptcy was due to professional incompetence and that he has no signs of income and that he cheated on me for six months till I took him to a therapist and made him stop? Okay, well, there's two major (laughs) issues here. Wow. What would you say if I told you this same guy can be loving, good in bed and excellent at household chores and that I've asked him to move in with me? I make plenty of money for two. All right, mate. Look, she's this girl. I'm in the 1%, but I have three kids to put through college. Am I being stupid about letting him move in or just petty about money? Uh, This is a really interesting one. Okay. Well, clearly the issue with the cheating and the like rocky relationship, that's kind of like in the past. Like that's not the main issue at front. Yeah. I think the main issue is the income situation that she earns. She earns enough to be able to support him. Um, and he is bankrupt. <laughs> Look, okay. I think that if a person, it's it's more about where they decide to go from from here. Yeah, and the plan, the plan. Like, if they have no desire to make a difference in their life, I can see why you wouldn't want to pursue mm. that. But like, if you're someone who's like got no money and you're really willing to like do something to get yourself out of that, like. If you love them enough, why not make it work? However, if they're like up to their knees in debt and they don't want to do anything about that, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, totally. You shouldn't have to put up with that. No, you shouldn't have to be his mum. No, exactly. <laughs> and get him out of debt because of, yeah, because of his own bad money um, skills. Mm. Yeah, I think it's all about what his direction is next. Like, I think it's fair enough that everyone fucks up like at some point and maybe they haven't handled their money as best they could. Like, that's fine. Everyone makes mistakes. But I think, yeah, it's where you go from there. And if that, like, that doesn't mean to say that he has to be a millionaire. But I think like if having career direction or just even like, Security. Security. It's not even a career. It's not even about ambition or anything. It's just, you know, some people aren't as ambitious as others and that's okay. But if if you're going to rely on someone else for your money, that's not okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think like um, it's about patterns as well. Like if someone fucks up once or twice, maybe even three times, but then proves that they want to get back on track like Mm. you can recognize that and go okay maybe I'm willing to see through this but I've definitely dated people who um, repeatedly showed me that they were just terrible with money and paying bills on time and they were constantly getting bills in the mail saying um, you know like debt last like letter of demand like pay this toll notice or we'll do this and I was like oh god like is this the person I want to spend a future mm, with? 
Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, so true. And, like, she said that she's got three kids. Yeah. Like. I don't think that's shallow. No. I think there's a difference. No, totally. And I think because it's a new relationship, I think you need to prioritise your life and your kids and everything before helping this person if that's, like, where the question's going. Yeah. Like, is he moving in and doesn't pay rent? Mm. Like, I think it still needs to be, like, he is looking after himself as yeah. well. You or know if he's I not going to be paying rent, you choose a date that he starts. Yeah. You're like, that's what I'm – yeah, the plan. It's all about the plan. It's all about the plan, I reckon. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. We hope you – got something out of it we hope you guys liked it and if you have any advice that you need answering look we were pretty fucking good today not gonna lie (laughs) just don't make it too hard because we'll probably be like that's hard (laughs) (laughs) no but if you have any uh advice that you need answering feel free to email us it's always in our description some would say podcast at gmail.com or flick us a dm into the at some would say podcast on instagram yes and we will speak to you guys next time see you guys thanks for listening to today's chat if you loved what we had to say hit subscribe leave us a review and find us on instagram at some would say podcast talk then